And welcome back, everyone. This episode's inebriation brought to you by Red Breast Single Pot Still Irish Whiskey. It's good stuff. All right, finally getting down to recording. I uh, the kids been having a hard time these past week or so, uh, staying asleep at night. So. I finally got her down. Hopefully I can keep her down for about half an hour to record this thing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, just got out of the shower and uh, noticed that there was uh, a new body wash in there. A Nivea for men. A three-in-one shower and shave, which I find kind of odd. Um, I know they make stuff for men for a shower and shave, all-in-ones. And uh, it did. It smelled like it smelled like something I would use to shave. So now my entire body smells like my ass. All right. So and that gets me to thinking about the pink tax. I saw this thing about the pink tax, and um, the pink tax is like one of those things, like the pay gap. It's a fairy tale. It's a bunch of horse shit, and uh, it all has to do with women's choices. Um, the assertion is that, uh, corporations charge women more for women's products, which is true. Uh, it is, it is true. They do charge more. Um, but that's because women, uh, through the discovery of focus groups, uh, are willing to pay more money for products that are marketed towards women, very specifically marketed towards women. They're willing to pay more more money for that, even if it's the same ingredients as the men's products. So, ladies, uh, seeing that gen- gender is a social construct, maybe you can just identify as a, a dude uh, when you go shopping for these things and just buy the men's products so you can smell like uh, winter rush or mountain breeze, and maybe you could just shut the fuck up. All right? Let's, let that be the end of that. So... I am eligible to pick up my Mossberg 930 tomorrow around, I don't know, noonish. Um, California has a 10-day waiting period, and it's, uh, it's, it's 10 days. It's literally 10 24-hour days, you know, give a few minutes because they, they, you know, they just want to add a few minutes in there for good measure. So... I'm eligible to do that tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Um, I'm on dad duty playing Mr. Mom tomorrow. Um, Not taking the kid to daycare. So we'll see how that goes. I don't think my wife would appreciate me going to the gun store with my daughter. Although I think that'd be kind of cool, whatever. You know, it's not like I'm going to a bar. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick that up, eligible to pick that up tomorrow. Hopefully I can pick it up at least at some point this week. Pretty excited. Um, I had a buddy of mine, uh, joke that, uh, I was going to learn how to shoot with a Mossberg 930 and I don't really need to aim to which I responded. Well, I don't aim when I drive. So, you know, this is, uh, this is going to be like uh, chewing gum and walking for me, I guess. Right. All right, let's see. What are we talking about today? Um, you know, it's it's about two weeks into September, and um, 
it looks as though um, Blackout Tuesday did jack shit. Uh, it, it didn't bring the country together. I guess all those basic white bitches who put black squares in their social media uh, failed to accomplish their ultimate goal of unity. All they did was give us a one-day break from, you know, their ass shots. Oh, there's my daughter right there. She's crying. All right, hold on. I'll be right back. All right, false alarm. She just had an outburst. Uh, She's just practicing for when she's a grown woman. Uh, She's still asleep. So, yeah, anyways, uh, things to talk about today. Uh, The El Dorado fire, this El Dorado fire, if you haven't heard, uh, it seems like it was started by a gender reveal party. Um, yeah, so look, um, okay, so can, can we, can we at least, can we just, can we just use this to put an end to gender reveals? Uh, it says that the, the fire was started, I'm reading this from the KTLA 5 website, the fire was started about 10.30 a.m. Saturday. This was last Saturday, I think. I'm a week late on this. Um, I'm slow. And uh, it was started by a smoke-generating pyrotechnic device at a gender reveal party in El Dorado Ranch Park, according to investigators. Surveillance video of the incident apparently shows a person lighting the device as a couple and several children are walking nearby. Cal Fire investigator Captain Bennett Malloy told CNN on Monday after it ignites, the family is seen scrambling and grabbing water bottles to try and douse the growing fire. These fuckasses didn't take fire extinguishers to a pyrotechnic show. Look, this, this, this should tell us everything we need to know about these individuals and how they shouldn't have any fucking kids. These people are fucking stupid, all right? These are the ones having kids and throwing the gender reveal parties. If the state of California were consistent in their overreaction to just about everything, they would use this to ban gender reveal parties because gender reveal parties are stupid. First off, uh, the kid hasn't, is, isn't old enough to, to, to select its gender, you fucking bigots. Um, and second, um, if you're going to invite people to a pyrotechnic show in the fucking forest, maybe you should bring fire extinguishers, you dumbasses. Yeah. So when my wife was pregnant with, uh, our daughter, uh, we were asked if we were going to have a gender reveal. Um, and well, I, uh, I said no, uh, mainly because I don't hate my friends and I don't need them. I don't need to throw a party for something that amounts to a coin toss. Uh, I don't want my friends to spend any more money on my relationship with my wife. That's what a wedding is for. I didn't throw an engagement party. Um, we didn't throw any of that dumb shit my, my friends came to my wedding, and they spent all the money to, to be at my wedding, and I appreciated that, and at which point, I am not going to ask my friends to spend any more money, all right? I'm not going to ask my friends to spend any more money on the, like, like these two stupid asses. 
hey, uh, you know, hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you come to this party uh, for this thing? You know, our kid, your kid is, your 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 kid is DNA evidence than you and your spouse spouse had sex, and you're throwing a party for that. That's great. And if the kid changes genders later on, well, I guess, I guess you've got some explaining to do. So. Uh, it says here, the person who ignited the pyrotechnic could be charged with misdemeanors or felonies, depending on the level of recklessness. Um, I think they need to be charged with a felony for stupidity. Um, Malloy said, it's really is a tragedy. It's sad. They were hoping to remember the day in a different way. Adding that over 80% of fires are caused by humans and that people... <laughs> must be more aware of their surroundings. Um, I'd like to add that more than 80% of fires are caused by stupid people. Um, just saying. So, let's see what's next. Uh, oh yeah, so I read something about Lululemon. Lululemon, apparently, uh, is being throttled on social media for their promotion of a workshop um, regarding, uh, what is this, uh, resisting capitalism. Yes, the same Lululemon that sells yoga pants for 128 bucks when they're on sale. Uh, the company's worth $45 billion, and um, yeah, they want you to resist capitalism. Um, uh, also in this workshop, uh, there's the, uh, there's the section for decolonizing gender. It is to unveil historical erasure and resist capitalism so that it's, it's, it's like a package deal. So if you're wondering what decolonizing gender is, because, well, I don't know what the fuck that means on its face. Uh, it sounds like some fucking hippie drivel. Uh, I found a source. Um, it's a PDF titled Decolonizing Gender by Itzel Sanchez. Itzel Sanchez. Sounds like a Mongolian sheep herder. All right. So it says here, um, many historical accounts indicate that the LGBTQ plus identities and relationships are timeless and universal. For example, two-spirit people and cultures. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Two-spirit is a term used by Native North Americans to describe gender-variant individuals, specifically people within indigenous communities who are seen as having male and female spirits within them. Um, I don't know. What, what is... I'm, I just, I'm still confused. It goes on to say, two-spirit people were not considered to be in the binary or of male or female, but celebrated for their unique gender, which was often referred to as a third and fourth gender. Historically, two-spirit people were valued and respected for their gender presentations, same-sex relationships, and specialized skills. Um... So what are some causes for the dramatic shift towards our existing anti-LGBTQ society? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that like 98% of people are not 
the alphabet soup of uh, whatever the you know the LG uh, BBQ society. Uh, it says a settler colonial settler colonialism and capitalism in the United States marked the beginning of a violent genocide based on race, gender, sexuality. And various other identities. What the fuck does this mean? Who who comes up with this horse shit? It has to be a chick. A chick came up with this, right? Like, it, it has to be. So, but to their credit, they don't just go on complaining about the situation. They have come up with solutions. All right? The first one, be aware of the language we use. Names, many LGBTQ plus. Is that for plus, like plus for the fat people, like plus size? Is that what that, what that means? I don't know. Uh, Two-spirit people may use a different name than the one they were assigned at birth at their gender reveal. Using someone's chosen name is a significant part in recognizing them for who they truly are. Uh, personal pronouns. Uh, some common ones are he, her, hers, they, them, theirs, he, him, his. My personal favorites are dude, bro. Those are my pronouns. For all of you who meet me in real life, I just want to let you know my pronouns are dude, bro. Um, as a, you cannot tell what pronouns a person uses just by looking at them because you don't use pronouns when you address somebody personally. I don't go to my friends and Say, hey, hey, he, or hey, him. I say their name, whatever the fuck that is. I mean, if they want to change their name every day, I'll call them that. And maybe not every day. Maybe like once a week. I'm going to give you a pass to change your name once a week. But you got to wear, wear a name tag when you do it. All right? Name tag. Then I'll, then I'll probably do it. Um, see, gender-inclusive terms uh, are expressions that refrain from excluding certain identities. For example, using partner instead of girlfriend or boyfriend. Uh, yeah, sounds like bullshit. Um, using incorrect language can make LGBTQ plus-sized people feel dismissed, alienated, or dysphoric. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think they need incorrect language to feel that. Um, just, it's just a hunch. I don't know. Um, yeah, so it goes on to list, uh, a few more other things that I'm not really interested in reading. But this is what Lululemon is pushing. Um, well, if you're going to decolonize gender, um, well, why, why... (laughs) Are you going to decolonize uh, your your store? Um, you know, I noticed that the men's section is at the front of the store and is only about one-fifth the size of the women's section for the rest of the store. You know, I think you should just equalize it, you know? I mean, look, I, I give them credit for putting it at the front of the store so when we walk in... We don't have to go very far to where we're going, all right? Um, I appreciate that. I could just go to the front right corner. Everything I want to wear is right there. Um, 
But, you know, I think we should even that out. I think it should be 50-50, the men's wear. It should be the front half of the store, and the women should be at the back half of the store. Um, Mainly because I still don't want to have to walk all the way through the store to get what I need to do. Get, But, you know, I don't really buy much Lululemon uh, because I am a smart person, and I put it on my Christmas list, and I have other people buy it for me. Just saying. But I expect nothing less from some company out of Canada. Lululemon is a Canadian-based company, and, um, you know, this, this is... This is <laughs> This is par for the course for, for anything Canadian. Uh, I don't know what it is about Canada, but if you want to be more than mediocre in Canada, you got to come to the States because you're not going to make it big in Canada doing anything. It seems like Canada is really good for uh, being mediocre and apologetic. Outside of that, um, you know, you got to come down to the States to... Uh, to make it big at anything, like selling $180 yoga pants and then turning around and resisting capitalism. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the point when they, when, they, uh, when they screen print Che Guevara on the ass of their leggings. It's, it's, you know it's going to happen, right? Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. And in more serious news, the uh, Los Angeles Sheriff Depart- Department, um, two officers got shot in Compton uh, just the other day. And a video was released by someone who just recorded themselves in their, I don't know, their Instagram stories, uh, celebrating the, the occasion. Um, you fucking piece of shit. But um, look, we already knew this is what people like this felt. Um, but we had to know it was coming. Something like this happened before, during the Obama administration, when Dallas police officers were ambushed and murdered as well. So I don't know where this stops or how this ends, but it's not going to be good for the people who were cheering this on. Because you realize that the end result is going to end up being the opposite of what you want. I mean, outside of maybe having less police presence, but it's just going to make those neighborhoods more difficult to be around. It's going to result in more death in those neighborhoods. And uh, it's going to give these folks uh, something else to complain about. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania, riots were occurring after a police officer shot a guy... Shot a black man running at him with a knife. So he was mostly unarmed, um, except for his knife. I was reading that he was arrested last year for stabbing four people. How do you stab four people and, like, are free? I don't, I don't understand how that works. Wherever the fuck this is, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. How do you stab four people and then are free to run at a police officer the following year with a knife and then get shot and then get martyred by a bunch of fucking retards. Um, I mean, were you, were, did they not die? Was it a mostly peaceful stabbing? Um, I don't know how that works. 
I'll have to I'll have to figure that out because I I truly do not understand. But it's to the point now where I mean if any if any black person gets shot by the cops, people are going to go ape shit. And it's mostly white people. Uh white people who want to co-opt um the suffering uh or the perceived suffering of blacks um so they can simply destroy. This is really what it is. So I don't I don't know. Um I don't know where the again, I don't know where this goes. But it's going to continue to happen. I mean, it, it, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, there was a there there was a small uh, round of riots in Minnesota, right, from someone who killed himself. So, I, I think at this point, I think it's just like you know, officers are going to be like, "Fuck this shit," um, you know, do what you want, and um, you know, the law-abiding citizens are going to suffer for that. But you know, we'll. Uh, Probably be some more to talk about in the following week. All right, let's talk some sports. The NFL returns this weekend. It returned this weekend. And uh, it wasn't as woke as I thought it was going to be, uh, which is not surprising. Despite the Colin Kaepernick uh, fiasco over the past several years, um, the NFL is just a little bit less woke than the NBA. So it might be watchable. Now, I, I tried to watch. I didn't watch the pregame stuff from the Chiefs-Texans game. I read about it. A lot of people didn't like it, of course. Um, and I, I, I caught it around halftime, and I tried to watch it. I couldn't watch more than a few minutes of the halftime because I just was like, these guys just aren't talking sports. Like, why are sports commentators trying to lecture me on race relations and social justice and shit? I don't give a fuck what you think about that stuff. I care about your analysis of sports. Um, Outside of that, maybe just be quiet. I don't know. Um, So I couldn't couldn't watch more than a few minutes. I, I caught... I caught a little bit of the of the Saints Buccaneers game. Again, didn't watch any of the pregame stuff with halftime. Uh, I actually fell asleep because uh, my daughter wanted to take a nap, and I was really tired, so I, just, I took a nap too and just slept through most of the game. But um, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be following football. I might I might turn it on here and there, uh, see how much I can stomach. What I can't stomach is NBA basketball at this point. Uh, I did watch some of a game the other day. Don't even remember who was playing. Might have been, I don't know. I don't know who was playing. But we're going into the conference finals now, and um, NBA ratings are down, as was the NFL ratings this past week, and NBA ratings are down um, playing in the bubble. But they seem to be doing okay playing in the bubble. I think that's because Adam Silver invited WNBA players to the bubble uh, to give consult to the NBA players about how to play in front of no people. Um, And it seems to be working really well. And uh, was it a couple weeks ago? I guess the WNBA players, they boycotted a game 
and they walk off, walked off the court, and they, they, they boycotted, and they canceled three of their games for that day. In other news, um, people in the United States learned that the WNBA was playing three games that day. Yeah. I think their attendance might be up. I think the WNBA might be the only sports league whose attendance is up <laughs> during the pandemic. Um, let's see. Cobra Kai. I finished the season one of Cobra Kai, and I loved it. I, I really I, I, I liked it. Um, it's cheesy. It's ridiculous. I found myself laughing quite a bit. I really liked... Uh, where season, how season one ended, and started season two, and before starting season two, I wanted my wife to watch uh, Karate Kid Part Two. She had never seen it, and uh, I wanted to, you know, I figured, well, maybe if Karate, if if Karate Kid sort of had an influence on the plot of season one, maybe the Karate Kid Part Two had an influence on season two. I don't know. I've, I've, I'm only like an episode or two in, but uh, so far I enjoy it. I think it's great that Kreese is back. The guy's in his 70s. He doesn't look too bad, although you can tell he's had some work done because he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a, like a, uh, an Instagram filter away from looking like the Joker at this point. Um. And I, you know, it's it's good that I'm getting my wife to watch something that that I'm suggesting, because most of the time when we're watching TV together, it's something that she wants to watch. Um, like for instance, we watch House Hunters sometimes, and I like I like House Hunters. I think it's a little ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous because. You got a couple who are looking for a house. They have a whatever the fuck their budget is. And the producers really do have to, I swear, they, they really do have to create some sort of a drama or a conversation between the couple that otherwise wouldn't be there uh, just to make it interesting or seem interesting. But what's, what's funny to me is, you know, the, the woman will come on at the beginning of the episode and she'll like... You know, I just, I just want, I just want the mid-century modern, and you know, I really like an open floor plan. I just like, just like it when it's open, and you know, I like big windows and big doors, and like, I want to, I want to host people. I want to, I want a perfect hosting place. You know, a, a place to host my our friends, and yeah, and so, and then the guys like, um, yeah, you know, I want. Um, you know, I want a big garage. I want a man cave. Uh, I want something a little on the lower side of the budget so I can fix some of these things up. And uh, I'm willing to settle for none of that. And that's usually how it goes. It, it's usually how it goes. Uh, and then, then uh, you know, when they, when, they, when they introduce the couple and they tell them what they do, uh, he'll say... Well, uh, I run a, I run a towing company. I've got six locations across five cities. Uh, business is booming right now. And then she'll say something like, "I'm a blogger, and you know, I I I really feel like this is my year for it to take off." 
or um, you know, say, I'm a photographer. <laughs> so uh, I mean, we we know who's paying for the for most of the house then, right? At this point, I don't know. I just, but you know, it's as it would be. You know, the, the woman sort of uh, is the one who takes charge of the of of the uh, the purchasing of the home, and 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 basically that's how it works. You know, and when when we bought our house. Um, it mostly came down to what my wife wanted. You know, she, uh, she, she had a longer list of things than I did. For me, I just wanted a garage. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a place to, to, be, to have a man cave, which I didn't get. I don't, I don't have a man cave. This, um, this room that I'm recording in was supposed to have been the man cave. But my wife got to decorating it. And it's no longer a man cave. Look, if your wife starts decorating shit in your man cave, it's not. It's no longer your man cave. Um, if if you have a if you have a sofa with more than one pillow on it, it's no longer a man cave. So uh, my man cave has been pushed to the garage, which is fine. It's it's fine, um, but you know it's it's not exactly a relaxing place to be. But I'm making it work. Well, anyways, it's late, and uh, I'm late with this with this recording. And um, it's time for me to say goodnight, people. I appreciate all of you for tuning in and listening to me ramble about dumb shit and caring about my opinion, or not. You'd probably just be like, this guy sounds like a fucking idiot, which, it's fine. Look, I sometimes I sound like an idiot. But, I'm gonna keep sounding like an idiot, and you can tune in next week for me sounding like an idiot. All right. Thank you much, guys, and gal. It's probably one chick, right? One chick's probably listening to this. But anyways, um, all right. Talk to y'all next week.